This is the Jazz Violin Podcast, episode 46, and today I'm chatting with Matthias Levy. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Today, I am excited to be chatting with Matthias Levy. But first of all, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my Patreon page in case you've never listened to this podcast before, but suddenly it's your favorite podcast and now you're rinsing all of them and you're thinking, this is the best thing ever. Then maybe you might want to support the podcast. You can do so on Patreon, which is uh, a, yeah, a way that you, the listener, can support me, the content creator. Uh, you can do it for as little as one pound or euro or dollar a month and as much as you want as well. But, you know, I'm, I'm just looking for little, little bits, a little monthly subscription. And for that subscription, you get an extra solo podcast from me uh, t- talking about music and different you know, different aspects of learning, jazz, violin, etc. And you also will get um, exclusive video footage of all of the podcasts that I put out. Um, it's also a place that you can get involved in my Jazz Violin Practice Club, which is a place that you can practice jazz violin with me on Zoom. Uh, enough of the hard sell. I'm going to talk now about my guest. My guest today is Matthias Levy. He is one of the uh, people in Paris playing amazing jazz violin. He's sort of pushing the idea of jazz violin forward into the future. Um, he plays with lots of amazing uh, straight ahead and sort of Django style jazz musicians in and around Paris and tours around with his own project, uh, his own trio and does, you know, comes in as a guest with so many of, uh, you know, you've, I've seen him as a guest with Stockholm Rosenberg and, you know, musicians such, uh, yeah, and Borelli and all these people. I've seen him uh, around with lots of people. He's an amazing, amazing musician uh, and a real interesting and chilled out nice guy. So it was really nice to have a little chat with him today. Um, okay, uh, without further ado, give it up for Matthias Levy. So anyway, it'd be cool. Uh, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks for chatting to me. I don't know if you've checked out the podcast at all, but like the basically the um, the format is just just some simple questions about how you first started playing the violin, how you got into music in general, how you got into jazz, how you got into improvising, and you know, just then we we open it up. But 
yeah, if you wouldn't mind, it would be great to know like how you first started playing music. Uh, my mother decided uh, I, I will play violin when I was uh, not born, you know. She says uh, he will play violin. I don't know really why, but uh, it was her, her decision. And uh, the fact uh, is uh, uh, I, I, I did that and uh, I was uh, I was good for that and uh, I, I like it and and so life is uh, <laughs> yeah coming like coming like that uh, and did you learn did you learn classical music was that how you first yes, started playing well, i sta i started with uh, method suzuki do you know that mm -hmm, yeah and uh, it's very oral, oral. Uh, yes. uh, and i think uh, it's uh, it's important uh, for later for the improvisation I, I met a lot of uh, violinists who began uh, with Method Suzuki, and uh, in general, uh, they are good uh, for improvisation because they they learn with uh, hearing. Yeah, I agree. I've done this. You know, you might be the forty fifth, maybe I've, I've lost count, but I've done maybe let's say. 40, 40 odd episodes of this podcast and I also obviously have spoken to lots of violinists and most violinists started on this podcast started Suzuki I'd say maybe not the vast majority but the majority of violinists I've, I've spoken to definitely did Suzuki it seems to be a trend that Suzuki breeds jazz <laughs> and I, I played I begin with uh, I began began uh, uh, yeah. With uh, uh, piano and and violin, and uh, my mother was an actress, so we uh, we listen we listen uh, listen well, we listened a lots of music and go to the theater and concert and uh, I grew up uh, in a artistic way like that. Yeah, and I think that's a really important thing as well. I don't know if you if you've done much teaching but i find that the if you teach young kids any young kids that i teach who who don't get shown concerts or don't grow up in that with that sort of with getting to see music in real life don't often really realize why they're doing it did you find that going to the concerts when you were young like sort of helped you find reason to practice yes it's a, it was a, a lot of uh, of dream for me dream to be uh, on the on the stage uh, and uh, behind behind the stage and uh, lots of mystery uh, for all this uh, all this thing uh, you know the, the lights the public uh, I saw uh, a lot of different type uh, sort of show you no know, I, I I remember very good uh, the first time I saw uh, some uh, songwriter in a bar, you know, who play with a beer and, uh, and people uh, are happy to sing. The, and uh, it's the first time I saw a rock concert or a classical concert, of course. I saw DJ Lockwood lots of time when I was young. And he have, uh, you know, a very special look. Uh, and they're very energic, uh, energical uh, 
uh, way to to play, and it it was a, a lot of motivation for me, of course. Excellent. So you saw Didier Lockwood when you were young. You saw him play concerts. Yes, okay. and it was really uh, his uh, uh, rock uh, uh, rock period, you know. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It feels feels like Didier Lockwood is a good is like a one of the main reasons that there's so many amazing jazz violinists in France. You know, yes, maybe he, not just he, not. He was a he was a big star in France, uh, really. Yeah, mm. I guess I don't want to say it's just Didier Lockwood, but like at that, like there's lots of people like yourself and others. Um, and for like, for um, for myself, the, the first uh, violinist I really uh, copy. Uh, was uh, uh, I found Rapelli in really uh, because uh, I f- I fall in I fall in love uh, with the recording with Django and Stefan and all that was really really uh, but uh, l- later was uh, when I had uh, maybe uh, uh, fifteen or fourteen like, like that uh, uh, but when I was really a uh, kid a little kid. I did a good concert with my with, with my mother. That that was uh, impressive for me too. Yes. Yeah. 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 So when did you say you you started doing jazz and trying to to play jazz when you were about fourteen or fifteen? Yes, I right? I start uh, uh, I started guitar when I was uh, ten, maybe ten or eleven. And uh, I play pop pop music with with a band and things like that. And a little bit later, later when I was uh, uh, thirteen or fourteen, I di- discover uh, Django Reinhardt and and Stefan. And uh, really quickly, uh, I t- I took uh, this direction with uh, with my friend uh, uh, Dolly Pock. And uh, that's the transition. It's a rock, and uh, and uh, Django, Django and Stefan with the guitar, and uh, it uh, there there was uh, lots of guitarists who played the uh, Django style, and I, I was not the best, you know, there was, uh, Sebastian, uh, all these guys, uh, but uh, on the on the violin I was one of the best, so uh, that's why I took uh, the direction to. With, uh, with the violin and after that uh, I uh, discovered bebop uh, free jazz all the all the jazz uh, uh, thing that's that's uh, that's interesting I sort of mirrors my experience as well I, I learned to improvise with the guitar playing bluesy stuff. And I remember then thinking, hey, wait a minute, I'm not very good at playing guitar. I've had violin lessons since I was a kid. Why don't I, why don't I try it? Mm. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. But it's <laughs> not, it's not, it's, uh, you wouldn't think that that's the best way to do it because it feels like the violin, it's a bit harder to become a, <laughs> become a jazz violinist, I feel. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn. Wait there, sorry, I've got some problems with my, with my, with my, I know that this this mic looks really professional, but <laughs> I've got a I've got a bro, I've got like a broken lead, which completely <laughs> takes away any professionalism. Anyway, all sorted now. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like it. You know, it it feels like it may be a bit 
it's a bit harder to become a, a jazz violinist than it is Very a guitarist. I, I, uh, for, for the beginning, it was uh, easy. Uh, because uh, in the gypsy jazz, uh, it's very natural, and I, I, I was okay with with this. And it was uh, very uh, at this time uh, there was lots of concerts, lots of dance, and uh, it was a good uh, period for me. Uh, but after that, when I when I would like to learn more modern, uh, I worked uh, really uh, a lot. I played. Uh, a lot of uh, Charlie Parker chorus, uh, also Bill Evans, Kizot, uh, all these guys. And uh, this is, I, I think, uh, for me, 10 years for really learn the jazz language. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it does lend itself better, obviously. Acoustically, the, the violin lends itself really well to that style doesn't it the, the the django style and just because of the you know not even just the style but you know just the instrumentation it all feels a bit more natural and it can sometimes yes. feel a little bit less natural and still you know even when you're when you're um when you're in the middle of it it can it can feel difficult to to fit in um just even sonically and what, what and you know, did you did you was a very good help for me for this transition. He he, he learned to me uh, to play with the battery, to have the groove, the sound, uh, uh, and it, it was a, a good teacher for that for me, yeah. and uh, and lots of guy too. But uh, for the violin technique, uh, I can use for this. Uh, it was very good advice. Yes, um, that's uh, yeah. A, a lot of people. I can, well, I can imagine. I can imagine so because you listen to Didier, and Didier had his own sound, his own style, but it really fitted in. He really fitted the violin into modern jazz, and and sort of like you like you said, like rock music found a way of making it work, making the technique work. What specific techniques? Do you, do you really helped you do that? You know, you know, make I, that I, remem I remember the first things very important. He said uh, to me, he said, when you play, you you just listen yourself, and th this is the problem of lots of violinists. I think when you play, you ha when you play jazz, jazz standard, you have to listen the rhythmic and make make sound great the rhythmic. This is the focus, you know. For example, it was uh, the first uh, the control of uh, the bow, control the controls of the bow and the, the dynamic of the bow, those short short, uh, short portion, uh, and see uh, yes articu articulation with 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 the bow and the finger, uh, lots of tricks. Uh, I don't remember. I, I have to show you, you know. But uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, for after that, uh, I I change. I, I I find I find my own direction, you know. But uh, it was a a very good transition for me. Yeah, you know what you're saying about the um, 
Oh, sorry. I've, yeah, I think we've got a bit of funny. Uh, we keep cutting in and out. So sorry if I spoke over you there. Um, what you said about um, about listening to the band, I think is really, really important. It's something that I, I agree with. But I think it can be really difficult for young musicians and people who are playing with other musicians who were first starting out because actually they might be when they listen to, when they listen to the band they might be listening to some rhythm that's slightly off and i found that i find that sometimes it's like it's i, th I think it what i'm what i'm getting at is it's really important to play with musicians who are a lot better than you as soon as you possibly can because yes of course then you you hear you're like well that's because when you play with some a great band you don't even have to try to listen you know you don't have to try to swing the band just swings for you and you and you just swing with the band or you know we, we doesn't have to be swing it could be groove or whatever but i think that can be quite a difficult a difficult thing did you find when you were first starting out is it in paris you 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 grew up yes yes did you find that you you were able to find the right people and be surrounded by the right musicians. Yes, uh, I, I, I quickly uh, met uh, a lot of musicians uh, when I was in Paris. And uh, yes, yes, I, I had a, a chance to play with lots of great drummers. In, uh, in Gypsy Jazz, it was uh, not simple because uh, in Gypsy Jazz, there is no... Uh, um, interplay. There is there is an interplay, but uh, it's very uh, uh, you know very subtle, uh, and uh, you can play uh, with uh, no silence. It's okay in gypsy jazz because uh, there is no answer of the drum of the piano. So for so for for this it's not a very good school. Uh, you you can play uh, just yourself like uh, you know uh, a classic soloist, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, and it's okay. So the the, the, <clears throat> the problem was uh, to to uh, met good drummer I can play with, and uh, and I like I like a drummer. Uh, 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 very uh, uh, who play a lot, you know, because uh, I can uh, I can listen and uh, speak with uh, with him. Yes. Okay. So yeah, it's really interesting playing with good drummers. You'd say that that was integral in you finding your style. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's something that I think violinists often don't get the chance to do really you know maybe i'm just thinking about the country i'm from the uk i think that it takes a while for violinists to and maybe it's nothing to do with the country i just think it takes a while for violinists to work out a way like we've just said a work out a way of playing with drummers that's going to work for them because you know imagine you're a great violinist and you've you've worked your you've worked really hard you've got all your licks you can improvise but you haven't got a good sound with your microphone or a pickup you mm -hmm. haven't got a microphone and you turn up to play with like the best drummer ever and it's just it, it no matter how hard you try it might go wrong so sound's so important and working on your sound i guess right 
for a, for a, a moment uh, uh, I uh, I practiced uh, with the, with the microphone for find for find uh, the sound uh, for for this and uh, now uh, uh, now I didn't do that uh, because now I try uh, also to to be in context with the more uh, acoustic. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, ac- acoustic context uh, okay for the violin. No, mm-hmm. I try to uh, don't don't be uh, uh, with the electric sound. Yes, so you're you're working more on finding. The, the, yeah. Sorry, I spoke over you again because of the bad internet. So <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Carry on. But uh, when I when I uh, when I'm uh, uh, when I have to uh, play with electric sound, I know uh, how to have the best electric sound I can. But mm-hmm. it's not—it's not—it's uh, not an acoustic sound. It's another thing. Yes, I think that um, is another. That's very important. That's something that I think about sometimes. Often, it's like guitarists don't. You know, they play differently with different. Yes, Jimmy Jimmy Hendrix is not Paco de Lucia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But it can be quite difficult as a violinist, as we, I think that we tend to come or be surrounded by violinists tend to be quite traditional. You know, there's the idea of an electric violinist or someone who plays with a pickup and that being like a different instrument. I feel like that's not natural in the violin world do you know yes because there is not lots of uh, of reference of of example there is not a lot of example of you know we don't have a jimmy hendrix of the electric violin yeah uh, so uh, the, yeah. the electric violin is a little thing uh, not very popular not uh, you you can't compare the acoustic violin song, sound with existing uh, since uh, since uh, uh, lots of uh, lots of time, you know, have yeah. a, a very big history, and electric ele- electric uh, violin sound. Uh, wh- what what do you have in the hearing? Uh, you can say I love this electric sound of violin. No, yeah. For me, uh, I have I have some some uh, recording of DJ. Some recording of uh, of Jean Luc Ponty, uh, you know, like uh, live uh, at the Caméléon with Eddie Lewis and uh, and Daniel Humer. But it's uh, electric sound, very roots, you know, very very rough, uh, and I and I like it. But yeah. uh, you know, it's uh, it's seventeenth. Uh, I can't really play like, like like that. So, and for me, the only one uh, who really played jazz, may, not maybe the only one, but one of the most important who really played jazz and really play with uh, our full uh, violin sound is Stefan Grappelli, you know, who have a real swing and a real uh, violin expression and sound. Mm-hmm. That's why for me, uh, this is the, uh, not the best, but very important uh, example. Yes, 
Yeah, I mean, I think that it's still it can still feel like I don't know if you know what I mean by this. It's like a means to an end. The fact that we have to electrify our violins, as in it's we we do it because we have to. Um, yes, it, we would <laughs> if we could play, you know, um, acoustically and have it just project like a sax player does. Then we we would, and I find that. I often, if Somet I go to some, a... sometimes I can play with the drum if the drummer is uh, very uh, subtle and uh, very uh, have a very good co sound control. Uh, we, uh, I can play uh, acoustically with, but uh, I know maybe three drummer with with, uh, and uh, I can do this with with him. Yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah I know yeah you've got to that that's a sort of special drummer isn't it who who's that who can be that quiet and still keep that intensity but I just always I find as a violinist I'll go to I'll see a gig or I'll go to a jam and I'll see someone just pick up the tenor sax or or just any sax and just play over the acoustic band acoustically yeah. and I just feel sad a little bit that I, that I can never do that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, for me, to... for me, for me, it's okay. In in this uh, situation, uh, for me, that's uh, in in uh, in my head. Um, I play like guitar electric. Uh, I, and, uh, yeah. No problem. I fuck yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I mean, you know, Stuff Smith perhaps had that approach. Yes. Um, I like I, I like this spirit. I like I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, I, I like him a lot. Um, so when you were first, well, not when you were first getting into it, you 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 studied, sorry, at at the Didier Lockwood School, right? Yes, one year, but uh, I uh, already had uh, 24 or 25, you know, that's I, I don't uh, uh, learn to improvise. At uh, the school, I improvise uh, uh, f uh, natur naturally uh, since uh, I'm a kid. Yes. Okay. I, uh, so, sorry, I keep talking over you. That's not. No, no. This internet man. Um, I you you did it naturally, so there was never a point where you had to sort of battle because um, some violinists, you know, found it difficult. Yes, find it difficult can, to can get improvise. Yeah. Not at all. No, I, yeah. I, I never had uh, this problem, and that's why sometimes for teaching, it's a problem for me because uh, lots, <laughs> lots of, uh, and I don't understand this problem, and uh, I don't know why uh, lots of uh, person uh, can't uh, improve. Uh, you know, uh, are very. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I know it's, it is quite an interesting one because actually, I, I, I'm, I'm similar. You know, it's never been too difficult for me to improvise. But some people, like you said, find it super difficult, and and yeah, it's hard to know. I, I think it's a is it a confidence thing? Is it a thing where people f have been told, you know, never play a note until it's unless it, you know, in, unless it's going to be perfect. You know, if they've learned classically. Is it, is it something to do with that? Is it the way that classical musicians learn, perhaps? Uh, 
I, I really, I don't know. It's a very uh, strange thing because sometimes uh, I uh, I can uh, make session with uh, great classical uh, players, and uh, they can uh, do improvisation. You know, like cadence. Uh, they, they, do, they don't improvise uh, jazz, but they can play a lot of things. Uh, yeah. Uh, not not uh, writing, and that that's what. Uh, I was doing uh, when I was a kid, you know. I, uh, I was uh, at the family party, you know, and I said, uh, "Okay, I will play uh, like Brahms. Uh, I don't know why, uh, and I play uh, whatever." Hmm. And it was okay, you know. I, I uh, always did uh, that, and uh, I know some great uh, classical musical who can do that. So maybe. It's a question of uh, of hearing, of uh, of confidence uh, in uh, himself. Uh, a mix of this uh, mm -hmm. thing. I, yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Um, you be interesting to know about your uh, the, your own music. You you write music, right? Your composer. Yes. Um, how long have you been composing music for? Uh, when I was kid, I I composed lots some very little things, but uh, I really start to compose uh, in band with my band when I was a teenager, uh, and after that for my uh, gypsy jazz group uh, we called the Caravan Quartet, uh, and after that uh, for my for my band. Uh, in band, yeah. in, in a band leader. Yeah. And what's your process? How, how do you nowadays, how do you, how do you write music? I, I play, uh, I play piano. I, uh, I, I play uh, a little idea. I say, Oh, it's nice. Uh, and I try to find the, uh, the yeah, the rest uh, of, the, of the tune. Yeah. <laughs> so you write away, away from the violin. You don't use the violin often to compose. Uh, it's a question uh, I, I would like to try to do that. But, uh, you know, I, I, I really compose uh, like song. For me, it's, it's song, song melody, but uh, what I compose. Mm, yeah. I find that sometimes that, I guess, like composing with your instrument can sometimes mean that it becomes quite more technical than, than, than like you said, like a song. Um, and I, yeah, I but, find it's, that, uh, but it's very interesting to compose uh, for, with and for the instrument, and uh, so uh, I think uh, I will try to do that. Not really for me. Uh, I compose song. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm similar. Yeah. I think that for me, it, that's uh, that's how it comes out easier. If I'm going to write music, it'll come out easier. Not with I actually write with the guitar. I find that better i like the guitar but it's uh yeah so it's, it's all about you know coming out with things uh musically um for me and i sadly yeah if i if i try and do it on the violin if i try and go just go to my violin i'll probably just play something that i always play or i'll play and it doesn't feel like i'm composing also, also like... some, sometimes i work uh, uh, uh some technical things uh, but uh, the, of improvisation like a mode or a polyrhythm, 
and uh, I find ID with with this, uh, yeah, you know, but not with the really uh, violin technique. I don't know yeah. why, but you know, Django yeah. uh, was composing uh, with the piano. Ah, is that right? <laughs> yes, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Hey, um, you learn something new every day. Um, what? Uh, what's what? What what are you working on at the moment? What projects are uh, are happening for you right now? Uh, I have I uh, already have uh, no not already. I always have uh, my trio with uh, Sebastian Gignot and uh, Jean Philippe Viret. Uh, yes. Sebastian Gignot uh, guitar and uh, cello. Yeah. And uh, Jean Philippe Viret uh, double bass. And we play a kind of uh, acoustic uh, modern jazz. Uh, uh, we we recorded uh, two albums. Uh, 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 yeah, revisiting rapidly and uh, Uni Universe, mm -hmm. uh, who is composition. And we uh, we always have a concert with that, and I I, I will try to. Uh, make a new album. Uh, I don't know when, but uh, uh, maybe about uh, the melody, the song, and the melody, and the, this idea of the the singing of the, of the instrument. Uh, yes. But for now, I just uh, recorded uh, an album uh, with uh, ten musicians, with uh, Tomainko on piano. Ah, uh, yeah. And. Uh, with a jazz rhythmic, uh, a string a string quatuor, and guest uh, on accordion, uh, bass clarinet, and uh, sing and vocals. And uh, this uh, this album called uh, Les Démons Familiers. And I try I try in this uh, album to uh, to be uh, to work on my pop influence. Uh, um, work of, I try to admit uh, lots of uh, different in influence, you know, because in my in the other album I did, uh, I tried uh, to find one direction and you know uh, be uh, on on a way and uh, to don't uh, don't use uh, all my influence. And uh, in the, for the next album, uh, I, I write it uh, during the confinement, the confinement, and uh, I write it with uh, uh, the computer and uh, uh, thinking of with a lot of arrangement. I played myself, and uh, it's a new way for me. For me, cool. Yeah, that's interesting that you aware of like how you. You know, stop. You sometimes will when you're writing. I guess so, so for your trio, you you only allow certain a certain path to happen when you're in, when you're sorry when you're writing, and I think that can be quite quite difficult thing to do actually, um, and quite freeing when you do the opposite when you when you um, just decide to go. Hey, you know, whatever comes out. Uh, the, conf the, the confinement uh, helped me. To, uh, to do that and uh, I think also it's my personality uh, you know uh, 
am a, a self, uh, a self, I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> a self-made man. <laughs> not, not really, but uh, yeah, yeah. I like to do my own way, you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, and I'm uh, I I think a lot about uh, what uh, means uh, uh, you know in the world uh, in the actually world what means play violins what what means play jazz and uh, I think. Uh, uh, when you uh, uh, write or record uh, music, uh, it's interesting to ask the question: uh, What is the uh, what is the place of this in the actual world? You know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't have the answer, but uh, it's uh, you know. Okay. I, I think it. I think about that. Yes. Um... And is you, do you think what is the place for my music, or do you think, hey, I want my music to be in this place? Do you, you know, do you, is there a specific place that you want your music to to be? It's not a place uh, on the on the uh, business uh, way. It's uh, on the society, you know, on the on the spirit of the society. Uh, who 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 is interesting, and and what what's uh, what what is uh, what what my music means, and uh, for 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 who it's uh, uh, sorry, it's uh, difficult to say that in English for me. <laughs> no, you're but, doing uh, a great. I mean, yeah, I, I understand uh, what you're saying. Uh, who, who are you speaking to? Yes, who who, who am I speaking to, and. Uh, I don't know what 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 is uh, in French we say résonance. Do you know résonance? What is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Reson what? resonance. Yeah, resonance. What is the resonance in the world? Yeah. Uh, uh, for, yes. And uh, sometimes uh, we can uh, make a music uh, not commercial at all and uh, uh, very uh, uh, not a lot uh, uh, hear, hear it, but. With a resonance, resonance uh, very hard uh, in the you know, but I, I I'm not very okay for uh, playing just for specialists, for example, or uh, just for musician, or you know I have a little problem with that. I want to uh, try to make a music. Uh, who uh, drive emo emotions and uh, questions uh, more uh, human, like that. Mm. Uh. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because sometimes we get lost and sometimes we just were, especially when you're younger, you can quite easily just make music for yourself. You're just thinking mm. about just about what you what you want, but it can be really helpful. Yeah, and it's amazing, yeah, to, to think, hey, what? What am I doing this for? Who do I want people to like this? And I don't want, and I want it to. I want it to make people feel things. I don't want to just do things to show myself off in a way. Yeah. Is that that sort of? I mean, is that? I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that's one. Yeah, one aspect of it. I think young musicians or when or people first starting out can 
you know and you have to do that you're just thinking about yourself as a as a musician rather than thinking about what you're bringing to the world yes. in a way we could wrap it up i think actually it's been really nice to talk to you um really nice to to hear your thoughts on music what is uh what's your main focus right now uh, <laughs> i expect uh to sell a lot of concerts with my new product. <laughs> this is my principal uh, preoccupation for the moment. Excellent. And uh, and uh, try to have time for practice my music and my instrument. Mm. And nice. <laughs> Excellent. And be healthy. And, be uh, healthy. <laughs> and not war and uh, all that. <laughs> <laughs> hey that all sounds pretty good man that sounds like a good uh a good plan i might try and do the same um thanks so much for chatting to me man it's been a real pleasure yes and, me uh, too it was a pleasure yeah, yeah. nice to meet um, you yeah uh, thanks so much for listening today guys it's been a pleasure to chat with Mateus and uh yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed chatting with him right now i'm in edinburgh stranded because the the uh the uh, weather in the uk took a turn for the worst and for some reason we're not used to that so uh, all the trains got cancelled from edinburgh to london and they've been cancelled for the past four days and i still can't get back home and i just want to go home um, but here we are, I'm just sitting in Edinburgh with my mother because I've been, well, I've been in Edinburgh playing some gigs. So, and thankfully I brought all my stuff here with me to record this interview with Matthias. So I've, uh, yeah, I've got some stuff to get on with. And yeah, I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this is interesting for you. Um, if you are trying to think if there's anything for me to tell you about myself coming up. No, probably not. I've had a real busy months, a couple of months. Now I am just starting to chill out and write a bit more music and maybe get ready for a recording session with my own stuff and my band, the London Django Collective. So uh, everything is ticking along nicely over here. I hope things are well with you. Please send in any uh, email questions about anything that you have about the podcast or my guests or jazz violin or whatever. Just I'm always happy to hear from you. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll see you again soon. Goodbye.